Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. Amazon Home Services, a buy button, Google Home Services, Zigbee and Thread get together, and a new connected countertop from the Orange Chef. All on this week's Smart Home Weekly Wrap-Up on the Smart Home Show. Hey everyone, this is Mike Wolf, and welcome to the Smart Home Show with the Smart Home Weekly News Wrap-Up for the week of... What are we, April 6th, 7th, something like that? It's a Tuesday. I think it's April 7th. I'm back from a week at Disneyland and, and, and Knott's Berry Farm uh, it's, with spring break for my kids. And it's been a while since I recorded one of these. And just so you know, when you go on vacation and you do podcasts, uh, the markets that you fall always go bonkers whenever you go on vacation. But I, I didn't care too much because I was at uh, Knott's Berry Farm, not two hours off the plane. And the first ride I got on, I lost my cell phone. And and folks, I don't know how to do a trip without a, a cell phone nowadays, particularly in Southern California. We drive everywhere and you're as directionally challenged as I am. It makes it kind of hard. Uh, but thank you to the people who actually found it. The, there's a happy ending to the story. Uh, my smart home or my smart home and my smartphone actually came back to me um, by the end of the day. So that was good news. And so I'm actually going to be catching up on a few stories over the past few weeks. A lot of stuff happened, uh, you know, and there's some stuff happening this week. It seems like things are really heating up around the, the smart home. And so we're going to talk about that. I also have a couple of really good smart home uh, interviews with some folks uh, that I'll be releasing this week as well. Uh, one of them is the, the Orange Chef. Uh, with the Orange Chef, the CEO of the Orange, Orange Chef, they released a new product called Countertop. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, and a few others you might be interested in. So keep keep an eye out for that stuff. But let's get to the news, shall we? I actually think one of the biggest pieces of news over the past uh, week or so was the launch of Amazon's home services. If you saw this, uh, you you probably realized pretty quickly what a big deal it is. Amazon's trying to tap into the home services marketplace, trying to connect you with plumbers, with electricians, etc. And I'm sure that folks over at Angie's List and folks over at TaskRabbit maybe had a heart attack when they saw this Amazon announcement, although TaskRabbit actually is integrated with this with this announcement from Amazon, so I think it might ultimately be good for them. But really, it's a big announcement, and I wrote a piece for, uh, for Forbes basically saying how I think this announcement from Amazon could provide the service layer that I think has been needed in the smart home uh, to connect these DIY products. And as some of you may know, I've, I've often written that DIY, do-it-yourself, is kind of the smart home industry's big lie. And that while some of the products are self-installable, to get a fully connected smart home, if you're, you know, unless you're a little bit handy, it's actually kind of hard to do. And you might actually appreciate someone who knows what they're doing to install this stuff. And so I think, uh, you know, you may not necessarily want a CDA-level home system integrator. Uh, that is something that someone with a budget might want and, and will want. Uh, someone with a big budget, you know, in the, into the thousands of thousands of dollars. Uh, but you may want someone who may be able to help you do this, a handyman type. You know, I may even want that. I may not be someone who wants to necessarily twist a lot of electrical wiring. I do do it sometimes, but, you know, if I want someone to really integrate this stuff, do it well, maybe willing to, to pay a little bit of money, 
And so I think Amazon recognizes this. And so when you look at the Amazon Home Services, they're actually all these different services broken out by by single type of task. There's an actual install a thermostat thing I could I could buy for it's like a hundred bucks, and someone will install come to my house and install a thermostat. I can actually put that in my cart at Amazon and then have someone come to my house and install a thermostat. I can have someone install a doorknob, which I translated as a smart lock. I, I They didn't have a smart lock, but I can maybe buy a doorknob installation and someone will come and install uh, my August smart lock or my Kivo smart lock. So this is a big deal, folks. Amazon is going big into this initiative. And this, by the way, came the same time, around the same time they announced the Amazon Dash button, which is another big piece of news that came out last week while I was traversing uh, the crowded uh, lot of Universal Studios and walking around Disneyland. Um, so Amazon announced the Amazon Dash button. If you are familiar with Amazon's Dash initiative, they actually had a, a previous product called Amazon Dash, which was basically the ability to uh, tell or, or scan uh, a product and then Amazon have Amazon order it and send it to you. Um, and so what they actually did with the Amazon Dash button is create this Wi-Fi connected little button that can be integrated in a, with a, something like Tide or some sort of product that you want, whatever product you want, and you just push a button and it'll then put it in your, your basket automatically and send it to you. The technology of it, as I said, is, is Wi-Fi. It's low-power Wi-Fi. It authenticates with a phone. Uh, it builds upon, again, as I said, the Amazon Dash efforts that they previously have done. Amazon Dash was highly integrated with Amazon's Fresh program, which is the ability to do uh, groceries, etc., and have them sent to your house. Uh, from Amazon. So I think this this combined with Amazon services shows to me that Amazon is thinking fairly broadly about the Internet of Things and smart home. And so this it's something to keep an eye on. I think it'll be pretty interesting to see how this unfolds. And oh, by the way, Amazon is not the only one thinking about home services in a bigger way. Google news came out today, I think it was. BuzzFeed had the news. This is another piece of news that Google is potentially going to be launching a Google Home Services uh, effort. I was about to say Amazon, they were going to launch an Amazon Home Services effort, but that wouldn't make any sense, would it? Uh, Google will be launching its own Home Services effort. Uh, there's going to be some sort of uh, actual integration with search, so you can do search, and then you'll be connected with uh, a marketplace for services like, like plumbers or, or what have you. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how it goes. You know, I don't necessarily have a, as much confidence, as much as Google is a powerhouse in search, and as much as they're becoming a powerhouse in smart home and Internet of Things, they haven't shown me uh, the goods from a commerce perspective, I guess you could say. I mean, if you look at what Amazon does in commerce, that's what they do. That's They live and breathe commerce. They've proven it. They've, you know, It's in their DNA. That's where they started. But, but does Google have that same, I guess, track record? I don't think they necessarily do. Clearly, they have a lot of other things they're bringing to, to the table, and clearly if they integrate with their own smart home and IoT efforts, this could be fairly impressive. I just want to put that little kind of asterisk by this, this story, though, as I think about how potentially Google could do as they launch their own home services effort. Clearly, if it's integrated with search, and you, if you do a search for Plumber Seattle, and then all of a sudden there's a, you know, you're now connecting through a Google uh, home services marketplace, that could be really interesting. And and obviously, this is fairly early. We don't know what it's going to look like. But I just wanted to kind of put that out there that, you know, Amazon, I, I spend so much money through Amazon a year, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, they should just take a percentage of my check every week 
or whatever. I don't I don't necessarily get a check because I work for myself, but they I should just have a direct line funneling to them because I spend so much money through Amazon Prime, etc. I don't think I necessarily spend as much money through Google because they haven't necessarily tapped into my wallet the same way that Amazon has. So we'll see how this kind of plays out. It'll be interesting to watch. I think the other big story in the past week or two, this again came out last week, uh, was the announcement that Thread and Zigbee are now working together. This is actually huge, huge news. And this is another podcast I'll be having. I'm actually getting together with the chairman, the heads of the, the Thread Alliance and the Zig, Zigbee Alliance on the same podcast. We'll be actually having a podcast interview with them. That'll come out early next week. But the news was that they will be working, the Zigbee Alliance and the Thread Group will be working together. And there's actually a, a pretty good story. I'll, I'll link to it. Uh, because I haven't had a chance to write one myself uh, at rethinkresearch.biz. It's, kind of, it's a site I go to sometimes to, to read about networking stuff, and I'll, I'll put a link into my own stuff in, in the Smartum Weekly to this story. But as they said in this post at, at Rethink Research, you know, they basically said that they're working together, and this enables uh, potentially, or it will enable the Zigbee, uh, Zigbee to run over thread. And, and these to basically work together. So you can basically run a, a Zigbee application stack over thread. It also brings to Zigbee native IPv6 compliance. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Zigbee isn't an IPv6 technology out of the, out of the gate. Uh, but this will essentially solve that problem. What makes this all possible, as I've written before, I've talked a lot about this, is both of these technologies sit on top of the IEEE 802.15.4 low-power mesh networking technology and mesh, mesh networking standard. So they're both running uh, essentially on kind of the same silicon in a sense. But now, because of this agreement, this collaboration agreement, you'll actually be able to, to with a software update, uh, run Zigbee over, th over Thread. You know, but also, it, it is a threat to Zigbee. So if you're a Zigbee, uh, you have Zigbee out there, if you have a, you're shipping Zigbee, uh, and someone essentially wants to switch over to Thread, this essentially allows them to do that as well. So it's an interesting agreement. Um, it, it does seem like it maybe is a little bit of a defensive move for Zigbee, but what it does do is it essentially allows things to work, allows these two technologies to interoperate and work together, which I think is a good thing. I think the more interoperability we're getting in the marketplace is a good thing. And so this is definitely a welcome advancement. So again, if you want more information about this, uh, I will have an in-depth interview with the folks from Thread and Zigbee uh, coming out early next week. The next piece of news is around the Smart Kitchen. A company called Orange Chef came out with a new product called the Countertop. If you know anything about the Orange Chef, this is their second connected kitchen device. They actually had a connected smart scale called the Prep Pad. But this new device called the countertop is really interesting. It actually comes in two parts. It has the base and then it has uh, accessories. And so the base works with NFC and Bluetooth Low Energy to connect to your iPad or iPhone. And the NFC actually connects to little plugins that go into specific appliances. So you can take a, a Vitamix blender, you could take a Crock-Pot and then connect the NFC adapter to them. And then you will then know your your countertop will then know that you're connecting to the specific device and give you specific recommendations and data and have specific looks within the app that allows you to interact with this device. So you can uh, get specific recipes that connect to and, and do such as do smoothies, for example. Countertop will then connect with things like wearables and let you it'll let you know based on your workout routine or where you are in your fitness day. Um, it'll recommend specific things. So it's a really kind of interesting approach. I think what's most innovative to me 
It's this kind of two-part system where it actually has the countertop base, and then you actually plug into specific appliances. So you can see over time you'd have just a whole bunch of different appliances that interact with the countertop base. The way Santiago described it is, you know, they're trying to create the operating system for the smart kitchen and allowing all these different device makers and then connecting to their systems. I think it's a fairly interesting approach. So rather than just creating, coming out with a bunch of different devices, like coming out with their own, with their own mixer or their own blender and their own crock pot, they're actually going to interoperate inter with all these brands and let the brands and these device makers get into the smart kitchen through this modular system. So I think it's a fairly smart approach, uh, one to keep an eye on. Well, that's it for now. And there's lots of other stories that we'll be catching you up with next week. Again, I was out, so I caught up on, I think, the bigger stories of the week. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Smart Home Weekly Wrap-Up. Um, hopefully, we'll get back to doing it on a weekly basis. As always, if you want to listen to more Smart Home shows, you, you know where to go. Go to technology.fm or just go to thesmarthomeshow.com. That'll take you there. And if you have a smartphone, you have a podcast up on that, just put in the Smart Home Show. You can find it there as well. All right, folks, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.